Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Global Church Live. The Global Church Live is a multimedia ministry reaching through the world 24-7. Now, for today's message, here is Dr. Faye. Another Wake Up and Pray. I'm Dr. Faye, your host, assistant facilitator for this prayer time, fellowship time, because we have touch, don't we? This is ministry in the morning. Ministry in the morning. Good morning, good morning. Thank you for showing me that love and support. I appreciate that. Thank all of you for praying for me and praying for the ministry as I pray for you. You know, many times people have one-sided relationships. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. <laughs> but thank you for the ministry of reciprocity, you know, to give it, bringing it full circle, right? Bringing it full circle. So thank you so much for doing that. As you saw in the news feed, uh, today we want to talk about choices, and we all have them. And so we're going to pray, and then we're going to get into that and talk a little bit about choices and the choices we're making and how to make better choices in our life, and starting with today. In this moment, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this gathering. We thank you for this virtual room, this opportunity that we have to be in this place, this space. You gave us this day, and we give it back to you, Lord God. It's a gift. This day is a gift. It's not something that we earned. It's not something you had to allow. But for some reason, you wanted us to still be in these bodies, these earthen vessels to house your treasure on, in this planet. And we thank you, Father, that we get to look through your lenses this day. We thank you, Lord God, that you will open us up, Lord God, as sponges to receive what the Spirit is saying to us. Lord, because we are the local church, you no longer live in the building made with hands, but we are the temple of God. We're the place of the Father. We're the resident of we're the, we're, the, we're the place of the resident, God. This is our Father's house, and it's a house of prayer for all nations. We thank you today, Father God, for moving in every cell in our bodies. Lord, because you breathed into man the breath of life, and man became a new species of being that never existed before. Father God, you breathe into us as new creation realities, and we became a new species of being that never existed before. Father, we experienced something that no man could ever bottle. Scientists cannot explain. But medical science could not do enough research to come up with the answer as to what it means to be born again. But we know, Lord God, that if any man be in Christ, that he or she is a new creature, old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And truly, Father God, we were made brand new. All things were forgiven, Father God. You took away those iniquities, the sin, the, uh, Lord God, everything that held us captive, and you woke us up to a new ability to choose rightly. And, Father, we thank you for opening us up, igniting us, motivating, encouraging, and inspiring us through your word to live the life that Jesus came to give us, the life more abundantly, not only in money, but in health, in relationships, in vision, Lord, with a heart full of merriment to the full, to the overflow, a heart full of joy to the full, to the overflow, that there is nothing missing and nothing broken, because we've experienced all of you in this earth today, in Jesus' name. As I was falling asleep last night, I, I heard the word choices because I'm meditating. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I greet each and every one of you this morning. As I was falling asleep last night, I, I saw, I heard the word choices to speak to my people concerning choices. And I thought, what about it? What about it? You know, when you hear a word from God, you're like, okay, Lord, give me like a dozen scriptures here to reference, you know, why are you giving us choices? And and then this morning I thought, well, Lord, what do you want me to bring? And he said, choices. 
And, you know, normally to go to sleep, and, and honestly, I did not write that one down, and I thought, well, you know. So this morning, he said, choices. Talk to my people about choices. Sometimes we forget over time that we do have choices. Every day we have choices. No matter what it is, we can choose. We can choose to get out of bed or not. We can choose to 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 go to work. We can choose to take care of our business. We can choose to do or not to do. Sometimes we're so we're doing it, uh, you know, automatically that we don't think that it's a choice. Everything that is presented to us on a daily basis is a choice. We talked about making those three priorities, having those three priorities every day, just asking the Father. He's your Father. God is our Father. Sure enough, He is. If you've been born again, you're a child of God, a child of God. That means you must have a Father, a child of God. So therefore, God, Jehovah, show enough, is our Father. Don't look it up in the Greek. There's no Jehovah showing up. That's just to me. He is our Father. And because He is our Father, He left us a comforter. He left us a helper. He left us uh, someone to take from the Father and show it unto us. He left us the mother heart, resident within us. Holy Spirit being the mother heart of God. Because there's a son. There's a father, son. And here is the mother heart of God, precious Holy Spirit, the comforter, the teacher, the one who leads and guides and directs. Who does that? The mother heart. My Lord, sure enough. So with, with him being resident, in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, is now resident within us the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, resident within us. Some people have gotten confused. Well, God's in me, but Jesus is over there. God's in me, but the Holy Spirit. No. No. We are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. He's not fragmented, manifested in three different ways, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, living on the inside of me. So when I need answers, where do I go? Well, I just go to the Word. Yeah, you need to be reading your Bible every day. We should do that. But who are we really going to? We're going to people outside of ourselves. We're going to friends. We're going to Facebook. I know I I Google my answer for my life. Hmm. He said that no... Man, yeah, amen. That's exactly right. You go inside the house. No, no, they, no, we shall not ask every man and every man his neighbor saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. Who all? Us all. We's and alls. <laughs> uh huh. Us and them and those who are born again shall know him from the least to the greatest. Whatever that means, I don't know. I just know it removes hierarchy, whatever. Everybody has a front row seat with God. Everybody is first with the Lord. Amen. Not like we do in church. Some people get front seats. No, everybody has a front seat with God. Aren't you glad about that, that you are a VIP? That's why we said in in this ministry, our multimedia ministry, everybody is a VIP. Everybody has a front seat. Amen. This is where the playing field is balanced. Whew. Nobody is up here and everybody's down. No, everybody's on the same playing field here. If you can click a mouse, you can be on the same playing field. You're on the front seat. So today, God said, because I am resident within you, I've given you a choice to either access what you need for life from within the house or you can go outside of the house and get your answers, which you've been doing all along. You've been looking for love in all the wrong places. You've been looking for strength and help and financial resolve from government, governmental institutions, which, by the way, if you have noticed, they've already so that men can 
faithful Messiah, Jesus Christ, my Adonai, my Savior. Kingdom of God, this world have crumbled. People have sought answers in the social security system. And yet, when they come in and the check is not there or it's broken. You ever had a broke check? <laughs> Your check is broke. Your check is broken. That's all it was, right? Friday, the IRS was going to send you this big check or, you know, Social Security or retirement or disability was going to send you this, this check, and then suddenly you got it wasn't what you thought it was going to be, and it didn't go. It didn't stretch as far as you thought it was. More months at the end of your money than money at the end of your month. So you had to turn and say, Lord, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Why? Because we put our hope in the externals. We put. We choose to believe that the systems of this world is going to give us a payday. Christians participating in lotteries because they think that's going to be. So to go buy me a lottery ticket, and my lottery ticket is going to be my payoff. You're choosing to believe in the systems of this world. Now, I'm not saying lottery will send you to hell. I'm not saying that, but it sure can send you to financial hell. That's for sure. Because you're putting your hope in, in a system that cannot pay you. Ladies and gentlemen, God designed a system before you and I were ever born. Before you and I ever had these bodies, hey, Papa, he designed a system. It's called kingdom culture. And he designed a system that will work, and, it's, and it will work all the time. Jesus said the way is so plain that even a fool cannot make a mistake with it if you follow the plan. Those were Jesus' words. Dr. Faye's word is a fool can't make a mistake. You can get this right. The kingdom culture is a choice. We can choose to live out there or we can choose to live from within. Sure enough, given that we have this treasure in earthen vessels, we can choose to access what God has house. We can choose to go in and take from the well that never runs dry. Or you can continue to work hard, you know, like the hamster on the wheel. You're really moving, but are you going anywhere? No, you're going no place fast. No place. You'll end up in the same place you were this time last year unless you make a solid choice, a solid decision. To only depend upon God. Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 33, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be attracted to your seeking. That's what it really means. Attracted, add means to give to, right? To make more of, yeah, to increase. That's what addition is. It always has been, always will be. Addition means to increase, to make more of the same. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. While we were seeking God, while we were praising him, while we were worshiping, while you're in this prayer room, while you're in service this morning, God said you made a good choice. You made a decision to be here. You could have, you were clicking all over the place, and then you clicked up and saw this, right? You were clicking. You were, you were, you could have done something else, but you chose to do this today. And because of your choices, we begin to sow seed into those places where we're making choices, and out of those choices comes a harvest. So every day, every day, in every way, if we're choosing what God wants instead of what the world has pushed in front of us, we begin to reap the God, the God harvest. Yeah. How many of us want the God harvest? Yes, 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 and yes. How many of us want to receive the abundance of God rather than the abundance of the world? We look at people that we know and we say, well, God, why are they prospering? 
Why are they driving the cars? Why are they? And we get caught up in the carnality. We get caught up in the fleshy stuff. We get caught up in the cars, the houses, the clothes, and all of that, and we call that prosperity. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not the total of prosperity. That's not the wholeness of prosperity. Prosperity, abundance, is abundance is coming from within. I know people with access to literally billions of dollars, multimillionaires. I know many of them, but their lives are broken. Their relationships are broken. Their hearts are broken. Their bodies are broken. God has taught me some things in this world, and he's taught me this. The only thing that matters is our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You may think you're so such a much and you don't need this and that you're okay right where you are, but, Mr. Man, Miss Lady, there comes a moment in life that life will, life will demand an accountability. It will demand an accountability. I stood at the bedside of of are far too many people, including my mom, as they took their last breath from this life and exited these bodies to go into eternity with Jesus. And let me tell you something. The only thing I could give them was more word, more prayer, more singing, more worship. That's the only thing I could pour into my cousin the other day, just more worship, more singing, more praise, more prayer, more more, more, more of the word, reading the word. And I said, Lord God, this is what I do every day. So at the time of your departure, sweetheart, dear heart, sir, ma'am, Ladies and gentlemen, the only thing that you're going to rely on and totally need in this life is a relationship, a solid relationship with the Lord. Now, I know people prefer CNN and Fox over this, but listen, let me tell you something. They cannot deliver you. The only deliverance that you're going to have is from the Word of God. An encounter with Jesus revolutionizes your life. An encounter with Jesus changes your DNA. Well, Papa, we've got a new book coming out, and I'm not doing no sale fest this morning, but it's called Our Father's DNA. And I'm excited to get it into your hands as soon as the publisher get it to me. But moving into a place where you can actually access the DNA of God on the inside of you, realize this old, old genetic coding from your ancestry. You're doing this research on where did I come from, my ancestry. Well, let me tell you, none of that matters because Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. So that's where life begins. That's where true life begins. It's the born-again experience. So we no longer have to lean upon the armor flesh. We no longer have to look to the government. I'm telling you, people are going to need this. You think it's just superficial now or it's unimportant or whatever it is right now? Uh, but you'll rewind. You'll say, where was that video? Where was that? Let me click. Do you know where that was when she taught that? Yeah. Those systems that you're relying on now, honey, they're gone. They're gone. They're nothing but systems of frustration. And as we begin to choose rightly today, choose today. Choose you this day whom you will serve. You can't serve God and mammon. Yeah, the things that, that take so many people down, the greed, the lust for money, the lust for other things. Jesus talked to us about this in Mark chapter 4. You know, the pride of life, the lust of other things, these destroy the word. The word of God is the seed that must be sown, and when it comes up, it comes up into a mighty harvest. It's a choice to pick up this Bible and read it every day. That's a choice. You can make excuses. You have 24 hours in a day, and you're saying, I don't have time to read the Bible, the thing that can change your thinking, from stinking thinking into real thinking to authentic thinking, transforming thinking, thinking that will empower you, enrich you, inspire, motivate, encourage you, transform your life. You don't have time. You don't have time to pray. Really? Truly? There are people who will not wake up and pray, who will not dare come into a prayer room. That's too, you know how many times people have said, that's too early. Oh, that's early. I don't get up that early. Yeah, that's why you go to the doctor every day. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's why you're, you, you're always struggling. Yes, yes, and yes, it's true. Struggling mentally, emotionally. I'm not saying people don't go through things, but let me tell you something. There's a difference when people go through and they have a corporate anointing around them and then people who go through and do not. Yes, yes, and yes. This is not a drive-by, let me get it and quit it. This is 
an opportunity for us to learn and to grow and to thrive and not strive, to master the things that have been mastering us far too long, to take to the next level what the previous generation did not. Regardless of your age, you can be in the generation of this revolution, this revelation revolution where God is transforming lives all over the world through technology. He's transforming lives because somebody would dare sit in front of a camera this early in the morning, that somebody would dare sit in front of the camera, have Bible class, have church, have ministry for people, would dare tell people you can build a business, you can build a life. God has given us everything richly to enjoy. Our choices today have been based upon what the world has pushed in front of us, what our parents pushed in front of us. Many of us chose to go to schools where our parents went or where somebody we knew went or the school that was closest to home. We made choices gauged by someone else's desire. What did they think? How many of us have done that? Don't raise your hand. But made those choices in our lives because somebody else told us that's what we should do. And they were not good choices for us. We got degrees in areas that we're not even working in right now. But, you know, we went to school. It was for culture, education, whatever. We went to school, but we're not working in those degrees. Not me. Not in that, in, not in that particular degree. Because it didn't make any difference in my destiny. Parents, the Bible said train up a child in the way that he should go. When he's old, he will not depart from it. We thought that meant take, drag them to church. But it means to find out their destiny, their purpose, and then groom them toward that end. How many of us have been groomed toward what somebody else wanted? And we're making choices from that place. We took jobs that we don't really like. We're doing things that we don't want to do. Yeah, doing what they say that you should do rather than coming from your destiny and your purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, in the kingdom culture, you get to live your destiny. You get to live from a place of purpose. You get to live from a place of being a king and being a priest. We've not been taught that walk. How to be a king and how to be a priest. How to be part of a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation that he's called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Many of us have never been taught that class. We didn't go to that class. They didn't have that in Room 101. They didn't have that. They taught us how to go to church. They taught us what we should wear to church. You're coming to the house of God, so you got to wear your best. We had Sunday clothes growing up. What's up with that, Sunday clothes? Because that's what my mom was taught. You save your best for Sunday. Hmm. You know when Sunday is? Every day. Amen? It's every day. You're saving things up for a time that may not come. You wear what you wear. You do what you do. Had dishes that was in in the in the in the uh, thing. You know the thing. Had dishes. Put that. That's when we bring those out on Sunday. We can break them on Sunday too. <laughs> bring those out on Sunday. Can use those on Saturday. Those are not Saturday plates. Because that's what my mom was raised in. That was her culture. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm not wearing my mama's jeans. I'm not wearing my daddy's jeans. I have a new genetic coding. It is the father's DNA. So I can choose from a different place. Amen, somebody? Amen, church? I can choose from a different place. I can choose what I want to use. I can choose from my God place from a kingdom culture, from a mindset of a king, from the mindset of a priest, from a mindset of being holy, from a mindset of being a chosen elect lady of God, from a mindset of being in a place of abundance that never ends, that will never quit, never stop, overflow God, that he's Jehovah shown up to the full, to the overflow God. I can choose from that place. And because I can choose from that place, the well is never empty. I will give you water that will never run dry. I will give you water from a well that has no end. It will never cease to exist. You can dine at a table that will never be bare because he is Jehovah Jireh. If we choose from his place, isn't that something? Let me tell you. 
in his house. My Lord. In his house? In my father's house. I didn't say in Earl's house. In my father's house. Not my daddy. But my father. In my father's house. There's room at the table for everyone. In my father's house, every day in my father's house is kingdom. Every day in my father's house is Jehovah Jireh. Every day in my father's house is Jehovah Rapha. I can hardly stay in this seat because I feel this thing, y'all. In my father's house, sure enough, is access to everything. He said, well, Dr. Faye, if everything is already in us, when you, why are we tithing? Why are we bringing offerings? Because I am an investor. I invest in what I believe in. I invest in what I know is going to give me a return. The systems of this world, shoo, 9-11 showed us. Those that had 401K, 9-11 showed up. Didn't think it could fall or fail. Wiped out. But when we invest, make a choice to invest in the kingdom of God, the returns, the ROI is phenomenal. The rate of return is phenomenal. It is exceedingly, this is what he said, not 10%, 30%. He said some 30 some. 40, some 30, some 70, some 100 fold. But in the kingdom of God, that's in the world. Yeah, Jesus said your investment will return, bring return up to 100 fold. But in the kingdom of God, of this kingdom, there is no end. When we make a choice to pour everything we've got into the kingdom, to pour our hearts first, our lives, you can have me, Lord. I surrender. Thank you. Thirty, sixty, hundredfold. It's early. Thirty, sixty, hundredfold. See, I got some some preachers to help me preach. To the full, to the overflow, because we understand that we have a choice. We could choose to invest in stock on Wall Street. Nothing wrong with that. That has its return. Thirty, sixty, hundredfold. But when we invest in the kingdom, my Lord. You cannot, they used to sing this song, Endless Returns Continually Flow. Amen. They used to sing this song, and some of you may recall, you can't beat God giving. No matter how hard you try, the more you give, the more he'll give to you. Just keep on giving because it's really true. I remember that. And I knew that if you just keep pouring into God, regardless of what it looks like and how you feel, just keep on putting it out there, keep on flowing in it, keep on pressing, keep on moving, keep on doing. Don't give up, cave in and quit. Don't be like the people who are just standing there saying, what are they doing now? Don't look at the, don't look to the left nor to the right, but keep your eyes set like a flint. You will see God's goodness. You will see increase. Choose. To be obedient to God. Obedient is not a bad word. Obedient means just do what he tells you. We associate it with punishment. If you disobey me, I'm going to slap you down. No. With loving kindness, he's still drawing us because of the blood of Jesus Christ. God's not out to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the devil's job. He's out to give us life and that more abundantly. He doesn't want to hurt us. Amen. Willing and obedient, we eat the good of the land. Willing and obedient. Well, I would, but I couldn't. No, obedient. Most of us have been trained to be spiritually lazy. Yeah, we have a sense of entitlement. God bless me even if I don't do what you're asking me to do. Bless me anyhow. God's going to bless me anyhow. Well, you know what? We are blocking our own flow by not doing what he's asking us to do. We have choices, ladies and gentlemen. Why not choose to say yes to God? You, sir, why haven't you chosen to say yes to God yet? You're still playing games. 
You still think that you know more than the creator of this earth, this universe? Sir, one day, if not sooner than later, you'll recognize that every knee, including your knee, mister, including your knee, will bow. And every tongue, including your tongue, will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Yeah. You may be out to hurt, to slay people with your tongue. Oh, but you will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Just as those people did at the foot of the cross, those soldiers, then surely this was the Son of God. When he makes his appearance in clay vessels all over the world. Somebody thought I was talking about in the sky. I was going to say that. No, he's making his appearance in you. You are, I need to preach that one day to y'all, you are the next cloud that he's coming in. And he's coming in all of his glory. He's coming in his fullness to wipe, to, to take the disease and the, the, the stuff that's been binding his people for far too long. Because of what Jesus did, whew, we get liberated through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Because of the finished works of Jesus, we no longer have to be subject to the things of this world. You can choose to back away from that table and come to the Lord's table. You can choose to say yes, choose to hear his voice, choose to stay in the Bible, choose to read this book. It'll do you good. He said, well, but I was raised in the Quran, or I was raised in this, or I was raised. Let me tell you, a lot of us was raised in different things, but there came a moment in our lives we had to come to the realization that it's all about our relationship with the one who created it all, the one who started it all. He's the alpha, and he's the one who can end it all. He's the omega. He's the beginning, and he's the end. And this book teaches us that. And through this book, these letters, yeah, this logos, these letters, these words on paper, as we speak them, they become rhema. As we learn to live them, we become living epistles known and read of all men. And this is the manifestation of Christ in us until we grow to the place that we become the revelation of Jesus Christ in the earth, that then they say, not only I see God in you, but I they did in Antioch. Those that have turned the world upside down have come hither also. If we don't like the world, then let's get to changing it. From the inside out, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice when, I'm not done with this, just a few more minutes, okay, and then we're going to pray again. Repentance to relationship with God, amen. Got to repent, got to turn, got to have a return and a turn. Got to turn, somebody needs to return, somebody needs to turn. That's what repentance is. Turn to God. And that automatically turns you away from sin if you, when you turn to God. Amen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The presence of God is here to heal and to deliver and to set free. The kingdom culture has awakened us to the realization that we can have a true relationship with God. We have to choose whom we're going to serve. And ladies and gentlemen, those of you who who are born again, don't choose recklessly. Choose wisely. And the only way to do that, since Christ is our wisdom, is to ask him. I promise you, he'll lead God in direct. There's been people telling me, I've asked him, but I don't hear <laughs> He's not talking. Yes, he is. He's speaking. Pick up the Bible and just start reading it. You want something loud to come out of the ceilings because you read in a book that somebody else had an experience with God, and you are believing that your experience should be the same. 
But no, every person's experience is unique. You need to have the relationship with God through his word. And when you begin to take it from where he is, take that word that he speaks to you from where you are, you will be you will go through a metamorphosis where the caterpillar becomes the butterfly. And you're no longer the same forever. You are changed. Hallelujah. You are changed forever. When you return, when you repent, and you give your heart to the Lord, which means you give your life to Him, you're no longer choosing to go the way of the world. You're choosing to go the way of the Word. You will be forever changed. That's true. Yes, be quiet enough to hear. And let me tell you how you get quiet. You read this aloud. Because this can be quiet, but this can still be noisy. Most of the noise is coming from here. Yakety, yakety, yak. Mm-hmm. The background noise in our lives are too too loud. This is busy. This is the warehouse. This is a processor. When we get in this book and read it aloud, do you know when you're speaking, your mind is quiet? So I encourage people, and those of you who know me well, you know that uh, part of my background is in mental health to help people, you know. And I, so I know, I know a couple of things that can help you. The Father said, there are many people speaking of physical healing, but I want you to take mental healing, mental health to the body. Yeah. Renew the mind. Read this book aloud. I read it aloud. Yes, I do, because I want this to shut up unless it's speaking this and directions from the Father. Right? Straight. I don't want to, uh-uh, that other stuff that comes in. So no, that's not my father. I know my father's voice, and a stranger's I will not follow. And when I can't hear what I think I need to hear, I will read this. And when I finish and I close the book, I have my answers. I promise you he won't leave us out there alone. He won't leave us out there wandering and wondering. He wants to speak to us. Don't you know the father wants a relationship with his children? The problem is many of us didn't have a relationship with our dad. So we think God is like that. We think he's not listening. Or maybe he'll show up, or maybe he won't. Maybe he'll supply, maybe he won't. Maybe he'll fulfill his promise, and maybe he won't. Please, please, take him out of that. He's not your daddy. He's your father who loves you with a never-ending, unfailing, uncompromising love. We've not known what it means to have a father. We really haven't been taught that. We know, oh, there's a man in the house. But how could he be a father if he hasn't been fathered? So we've been living in this jungle of relationship not even knowing. So Father says, I want you to know me as your Father, that you can trust me, you can depend upon me. Acknowledge me in all of your ways. Know that I am in the house and I'm in the midst. I'm right there in the middle. I'm right in the middle of whatever's going on. You can totally rely and depend upon me. Turn inwardly. Seek me. Seek, remember the first three letters of seek is seek. As you seek, you see. You will see. You will experience intimacy. You will experience my presence, my glory. You will experience a new you, the you that you never knew, the day that you, 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 you're going to finally meet you, the you that you didn't even know existed. And the things that, that, the things that bothered you, the problems that troubled you will be muted. They will just be muted, a non-issue. The things that made you cry six months ago, like, really? That was nothing. 
When the thief comes to try to steal, kill, and destroy, take your peace, you'll dismiss it so quickly because you've come to know your Father is in the house. Let's pray. And then I want to open the lines for your prayer requests. And I have to give up them in Periscope really quickly because they like blink before me on the screen here and then they're gone. Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity again to, to remind us to choose wisely. And we choose you. We choose to read your word. We choose to pray. We choose to give. We choose to obey you. We choose to just follow your leadership. We thank you, Father God, that he who has begun a good work in us is faithful to complete it. We thank you for clearing the clutter out of our souls, the clutter out of our minds, the clutter out of our thinking. Give us a sound mind, for you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We thank you for quickening our mortal bodies today. With the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, make our mortal bodies alive. In every cell in our body, we thank you that it's full of life, the life, the life that keeps on living. We speak to every tumor, every fibroid, every cyst, every growth, internally or externally, on anybody and in any bodies that are represented in this house today, and we speak healing and we speak deliverance today. We thank you right now, Father God, that you have removed the oppressor. Hi. And Jehovah Shalom, our peace is present. Thank you, great physician. Jehovah Rapha, you are the Lord who heals. Thank you for the gift of health and the gift of healing. Oh, God, we thank you, Jehovah Shammah. You are the Lord who is there. You're everywhere. Wherever there is, there you are. And we thank you for that. Sweet and precious Jehovah Jireh, you are the Lord who provides. You are our Father who never left home. The moment you came to dwell in, you never left us and you never have forsaken us. And you have promised to be with us always. Thank you, Father, for not evicting yourself from us. Thank you for being resident and present within us. Thank you for the manifestation of Christ in us, the hope of glory. We would see Jesus here. Thank you for manifesting Christ in the lives of those who are present in this house today. That their lives are being forever changed. For some, it's subtle. They don't experience it until they experience it. We thank you for divine health flooding in the atmosphere right now. Back aches, bone aches, leg aches being removed instantly, instantly. Muscles being healed instantly. Pain of every kind leaving the bodies of those who are present here. Thank you for a baptism of awareness of Christ in us. Thank you for washing and cleansing, reviving our lives all over again. Father, I thank you that you remind us that we do need you. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to have a relationship with you through repentance Father we get to turn and we repent of anything that has been blocking us and stopping us 
from flowing in destiny and in purpose. We pray, Father, today for our president, those in authority. We pray for, Lord God, our children and every person that's been a product of human trafficking. Father, we thank you for angels on assignment. Your word says the effectual fervent prayers of righteous people avail much. And Lord, I thank you right now that you will expose and expel the culprits, the roots of human trafficking. Yea, God. May your people arise and put an end to that epidemic. Father, we pray today that terrorists would drop their weapons and drop their knees. Lord, I thank you. that peace officers will be peace officers. I thank you for pastors and leaders, spiritual leaders, that will have a godly encounter. That the altar will be filled with pastors again and leaders who are crying out to God. For if your people, which are called by your name, would humble themselves and pray, seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, you would forgive our sins. You'd heal our land. I know. I know you will. Because that's your promise. And all of your promises are yes, and so be it. Oh, we thank you for that. And so it is, and so it is. If you have, amen, Father, forgive us. If you have a prayer request, whether you're in the call-in conference room or this room, Periscope, Drop your prayer request. If you have a testimony, be sure to share it. Those of you who requested prayer on the day before, we have your names still on our prayer list. Yes, thank you for that. You can offer donations for Dr. Faye, uh, slash donations. Whatever your prayer requests are, you can offer those here, or you can certainly, um, even when you go to drfay.com, there's a box there that you can contact us there, however you do it. But just do it. We want you to know that there's a corporate body here with a corporate anointing to pray. Yeah. There's the information on the screen for those of you who want to call in and let your voice be heard. Interesting, I have to pay attention to the screen. I have to pay attention to that screen because there are people calling in and they're in queue to let their voices be heard. Good morning. Welcome to Wake Up and Pray. Good morning, Dr. Faye. God bless you. This is Kim Miles. I just wanted to put my voice in the room this morning to say thank you guys for your prayers. It's a slow, a slow process, still in healing virtue going through. But I just... I'm grateful this morning to hear your voice and to say, God bless my ministry of Wake Up and Pray, and um, to say, hi, Dr. Faye, I missed you. How are you doing? What's going on? Um, well, healing virtues, he's healing slowly. They've taken the drainage tubes out. He's getting around slowly. Oh, and then twice. Your grandson. Huh? This is your grandson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the grandson. And, um... Prior to that happening, my granddaughter was in gym the Tuesday after the incident happened, and she's running in gym, and she breaks her knee in two places. So it's just one thing going after another, but the Lord is good. 
Uh, she's being homeschooled. She's in her senior year. But God has been awesome through this whole process, and we just give him praise through it all. Uh, Granny's been a, in prayer mode and running back and forth like a chicken with my head cut off, but it's okay. Um, I'm keeping them lifted up. I'm keeping wake up and pray lifted up, and I'm just being still right now. Um, I had a procedure done this past Tuesday, but, gosh, everything turned out uh, fantastic. I'm in good health in the name of Jesus. And um, just like I said, I've just been going, 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 but in prayer mode and lifting each and every one of you all up and keeping my eye on Benet. God bless. Um, So um, I'm good. And I thank you guys for all your prayers. Just haven't been able to sit still long enough to be on the prayer line anymore. It's like everything's happening. So I said, you know what, Lord, thank you. And I just dialed the number this morning and here I am. So I just want to say I love you. I've missed you guys, but I haven't stopped keeping you all in my prayers. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for chiming in. Let me pray with you before you get off, for you and your family. Uh, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard again. When there's so much activity going on, um, you know, you're in spiritual warfare. And when you're in warfare, you you got to know the tools to use. Uh, no man wars, you know, without understanding what he's warring against and the tools you need to war with, or else that battle can be quite intense. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for Kim. We thank you for what you're doing in her body and in her life. I thank you, Father God, for the anointing, destroying yokes and setting captives free. I thank you, Father, for moving her into a place of total peace and total comfort. Lord, let her know that you're with her and you are in her. Let her turn her eyes upon Jesus, keeping the main thing the main thing. I thank you, Lord God, that she will be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work and the word of the Lord. I thank you for quickening her mortal body. I thank you, Father God, that she keeps her eyes on Jesus in spite of circumstances and situations, that her focus is upon you, Lord, and not upon what's going on around her. Because we know that there are distractions away from purpose, distractions away from destiny, distractions away from your word. And, Father, I thank you that you will fire her up from the inside out. And there are times that she has to say, family, i got to go pray. Family, i got to spend time with the Lord. I'll see you later. I thank you, God, for stirring that up on the inside of her. And we give you praise for her peace for her joy to the full, to the overflow, in Jesus' name. Thank you for chiming in, Kim. Appreciate you this morning. I love you, Dr. Faye, with all of the fathom of my being. And I just want to say, Helen, you have a blessed, wonderful, continuous weekend. If the Lord say the same, I want to get on this line in the morning. Amen, so going on this week, so many things going on with feeding the homeless and feeding the seniors and running this week, but I took out the time to run up and down the neighborhood yesterday and pass out fires to feed and give away turkeys. So I'm just in charge mode, but I'm in prayer as well as I minister and with souls up and down the neighborhood. But, God, I, I love what God allows me to do for him. Oh, my goodness. I, just, I get such a chime out of it. Praise <laughs> God. Praise God. <laughs> And have a blessed, wonderful day. I love you with the love of the Lord. And have a blessed, and wonderful day. You too, dear. Okay, thank you so much for checking in. Um, I I saw people posting in Periscope for Kim saying, keep, Kim, keep the main thing, the main thing. I saw a post here a minute ago, and I believe I got it down. It's Jaden, Maya, and Anaya. You guys have to help me with those names. But... Um, I didn't read the last line before it faded out. Okay, I've got the right name. Um, what was the what was the prayer request for again? Would you post that for me? Put that up there, just a one liner, so that I can grab it quickly. 
by the way, I heard about the technology where I can actually do this from um, my laptop, which I think will help because um, the iPad camera things that they have now, sometimes they don't get all the information in there on the screen. Keep their hearts in mind during this family trial they're going through. Yes. Uh, Jaden, Maya, and Anaya. Yeah. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you will, Lord, just give them a hunger for your word. There's nothing else that's going to keep anybody's mind. There's nothing else. I'm telling you, there's no magic pill. Well, there are some pills, but they're addictive. But the word of God will keep your mind, I'm telling you. when I, There were times when, when I thought I was breaking I think I might break. I think I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn and who to turn to. Pick up the book and read it aloud. I'm giving you something so powerful. And until people start doing it, making the choice, choose it. I can't, you know, you can't pour it in. I don't know what else to do. Just pick up your Bible and read it. Read it aloud. Jaden, Maya, and Anaya, I thank you in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you will protect them. Sure enough, he is. He is the only way. That you will protect them, cover them. Lord, I thank you that you will put them in a bubble and let them feel the peace of God that passes understanding. They will know that it's super on their natural. I thank you, Father that they will feel the divine protection all around them. Thank you for covering them. The peace of God that passes understanding, keeping their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Shower them with your blessings, Father, of peace. Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. Amen. Amen. Always create a peaceful environment environment for your children, your grandchildren. Put the Bible before them. When they're asleep, make sure you have the audible sound of the word somewhere in worship or, you know, the Bible. There are some great readers on YouTube of the audible Bible. And turn it just in a subliminal uh, status. You know what that is. You can barely hear it, but yet you know spirit doesn't sleep. Okay, because I promise you, while you're in bed, the devil's not. So that's how I do warfare when I'm asleep. Yeah, have been for years. Went through a period where it was kind of dry. I didn't do it, but I knew where to go back to. Put it on there, because there's a lot of things go on during the night. Amen. Anyone else? whether in the conference room or you people in the conference room are real quiet, (laughs) real quiet. Praise God. Anyone else? Too quiet. All right, if that's it, I'm going to do a wrap-up prayer, benediction prayer this morning. Thank you for being a part of church time in the morning. (laughs) Wake up and pray. So good to see you guys. Hey, listen, by the way, don't forget to get your copy of I Am the Lord Who Heals Thee. You guys should be getting that. I mean, really, for a donation of any amount. And I know some people think, well, I don't have $100. No, we're not asking for that. We put any amount, literally. It is a, the, uh, it's set up to take any amount. I think it will take a dollar if you put it in there. But it will take any amount. So there's no excuse for anybody not being able to get get the book. You can pay with a credit card or you can pay with uh, PayPal. You can use either one, okay? So just go to Church Girl Marketing. You're on it, sweetie. Thank you so much. Churchgirlmarketing.com and get your ebook for any amount of donation. Thank you so much. Get it, get it, get it. And let it be a blessing to you. Read it. I mean, it's, it's just very practical information. It is no way 
complete, I think it's maybe 24, 25 pages. I don't even know. It's a few pages. But you get in there and you just get it, and uh, you'll be in PDF format so that you can just open it up and go ahead and read that and let it be your go-to book. If there's anything going on in your body, go there and just read it. Just read it aloud and let it minister back to you. And we will have a new one up every month so that you can continue to build your own spiritual library for those of you who may be new and need help in in learning the scriptures and growing. And those of you who just need encouragement, I'm connected with other men and women of God, and it just helps to help, you know, these people in your circle. Some of them are, I don't see, they're online, but we built a relationship. Thank God he's using this, and we built a relationship. And matter of fact, most of my friends don't even live in my zip code, so I just thank God for people who are all over the place, and they are just awesome. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that super heart. Yeah, appreciate that. I don't know how that goes, but they said that was my first super heart. So whatever that that means, yay. (laughs) We're glad. We're glad. Continue to pray for me as we begin to launch the TV channel coming in 2018. Wow. In 2018. Yeah. Wow. Awesome, awesome. And I'm going to ask for your feedback. I want to know your feedback. I want some feedback. I want your input. I want suggestions. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I got some great people in here. Yeah, thank you for that, posting that Bible study tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock Central, and that's at Facebook.com slash Dr. Faye Live. Yeah, I have to know where to come. Come to Bible class tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Um, So, yeah, I'll be looking forward to that, and I have a funeral tomorrow, but I'll be in Bible class. Yep, I'll be right there. And, And... as God allows, we will continue to move forward, do what we need to do, because we are about bringing life to people. You guys are amazing. You're absolutely awesome to be here at this time of day and participate once you get here. You're absolutely a blessing. I appreciate Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope, Instagram, Pinterest, and all of them. I appreciate social media and for the CEOs of making this opportunity available and we can bring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever their intent was, it doesn't matter. God said be in front of the camera and do it. This is what we do. So we are just so blessed to be able to do this. Continue to pray as we continue to take the gospel around the world and teach people how to live the more abundant life in Jesus' name. Thank you for giving that information, Taylor. Appreciate it. Don't forget to pick up your book. Again, it's at churchgirlmarketing.com. There's a blog page there, but just go down the page there, and there's a a link. Yeah. So we're still building the site out, but the book needed to be available. So just go ahead and get it. There's not a lot on the site yet, but there will be uh, over the next few days, a couple of weeks. But you go get the book. Okay? There's nothing else. That's all I have. God bless you. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you for every person here today as we release them to move forward in their day. Hmm. <gasps> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I've got to get that. She just posted that up there. It's so true. My goodness gracious. Oh, Lord. We need all the announcements in front of me. We really do. The board's not up this morning. But this Friday, I want to tell you, this Friday, Dr. Um, Lyman or Coach Lyman Montgomery will be with me on Empower Me Now at 6 p.m. East Coast time. Dr. Lyman Montgomery, his story is absolutely amazing. And so he will be there, and after which we were going to post the video part of it on our Dr. Faye TV and radio channel on YouTube. But He is an amazing man, amazing coach, and the name of his book is called um, Focused Driven Lifestyle. We had a wonderful time in in that interview 
want to share that with you. Be there. It's going to bless you. And I thank God for his ministry because it helps to keep us focused, driven, (laughs) instead of worldly driven. Amen. So be there with us. Support the uh, radio show. And it's at blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Faye. All righty? Or you get to Blog Talk and can't remember, just remember, D-R-F-A-Y-E, no period. D-R-F-A-Y-E, never has a period, never has. Until next time, God bless you in the name of Jesus. Go forth. May God put a leap in your step, give you focus, help you to make the right choices, and that you continue to walk and breathe with a consciousness that Father is in the house, the resident God who will never leave you nor forsake you. Until next time, this is Dr. Faith. Thank you for joining me this morning. Go and make it a great day. See ya.